You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and this evening I'm joined by Chris. Alright Chris? Hello, how are we doing? Alright, I'm going to brush over the hello with you because we've got more more interesting things, more exciting things to to, to discuss and that Probably is the, the return of Laurie. Hello Laurie. Hello, the, the second return, it's like the, the sequel. The sequel, aye. I don't know if you're a guest, Laurie, because you're so integral to the podcast uh, over the first two or three seasons. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know whether you're a guest or whether you're just on. Because Greg and John, they're they're no guests. They're just on. Chris <laughs> <laughs> like forced Greg on. Aye, oh, aye. <laughs> we, we said to Greg earlier that uh, you were coming on. So I can't remember his uh, response, I'll paraphrase slightly, but it was along the lines of, yes, I get the night off. <laughs> I thought he would want to be on after Motherwell's result on I know. Friday. I, I, I don't know, I think he enjoys getting beat, I think that's what it is. He does like a moan. Oh, uh, does he know what to do when he's happy? <laughs> Aye. So you get will... a Motherwell fan. <laughs> we'll come to the, the Motherwell game soon, because I've got, I, I want to go away back in time, but before we do that, the charity bet, it managed to come up somehow. Somehow it came up. I think it's because I wasn't on the podcast. I think that was a <laughs> secret. Is that the first time it's one since I used to be on the podcast? It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. It's kind of too far away for you being on it last. <laughs> uh, now, see if I was prepared, I would have the, the total ready. But unfortunately, I got locked out of my house earlier. And I've just bought some garden furniture and I got myself comfy in the seat uh, and tried to fall asleep, basically. But then I realised it was getting too cold and I didn't want to die, so I ended up going to our neighbours. So I've, I've not done any prep, really, for this. Right, so the charity bet came in and that brings our total, which I'm just working out just now, to 400... Oh, no. <laughs> Aye, wait a minute, just bear with me, bear with me. £340. Did I get excited there? 400 quid? Oh, no, we've got a work. I'll be able to go before I get 400 quid. We're running out of season. Aye, that's aye, that's what happens when I don't prepare. Anyway. That was another 30 quid in the coffers. That wasn't bad. I'm not going to complain. That's good, aye. Well, McManus, McManus, aye, McManus helped to get the, the... He didn't quite get the first goal because they were a goal behind at the time, but he did help Martin get the... The late one with two uh, goals and in injury time, so that helped us win the bet. So we'll, we'll thank him anyway. <laughs> Done his part. Aye. Well, his Paul Barnes was on the out. bet. He was on uh, Martin as well, so he won. So it's winners all round. I see. I had a fourfold and I had uh, I had money in Inverness, so they, they let me down. The other three teams won, which was a surprise because one of the teams was Motherwell. And usually, if I bet in a Friday night game, that scuppers up for the rest of the weekend. Motherwell were incredible odds. Uh, on, a, yeah. on Friday, they're pretty much two to one, which I thought was uh, very uh, unwise from the bookies, considering Hamilton's form and the fact that Motherwell had maybe not picked up in results before that, but they certainly had picked up in the way they were playing. I thought that was a a steal; those kind of odds in that game. I uh, I managed to get on it, and it was comfortable. Although the the first half uh, wasn't so comfortable, it was fairly even. I think it was the first half where Emery had his uh, strike. 
which uh, I'm probably going to put post. down. I'm going to put it down as the best miss of the season so far. Now, that sounds like it's a negative, but it was a beauty. It was a lot. It kind of swerved away just at the last second. Aye. I hit the wrong side of the post for him. Aye. But it was a good game. I, I thought Ainsworth's first goal was a better. I, I, good thinking. I hate teams that switch off. I hate, I hate it. There's there's not much you can really do about ability by the time you reach that level of football, but see switching off, that's something anyone anyone can stop. So I, it really annoys me. I had to laugh at it. I watched it on live and BT Sport and Gary McAllister was saying, oh, you'll not see a better goal this season. And my first thought was, I've seen one about 10 days ago. <laughs> Danny Swanson scored it against us. <laughs> Pretty sure Gary McAllister was also co-commentator when a certain Alim Ozturk scored at Easter Road and I don't quite think that Lionel Ainsworth got onto that sort of category. No, I don't think it was that far out, was he? <laughs> I'm a Callister. I, I don't know. I don't really like him as a an analyst. I don't think he's he knows the rule book well enough. I think he's just turned up casual just like us and just thinks he can bluff it. I expect more. Well, we needed you last week talking about the the Hibs goal that they got against Cowden Beast. We were going to see offside. No, he can't be offside. They got it for uh, a pass back for the, the defender. And he was like, well, when when, are you, when did he get to be back onside? Because if you're offside the last time one of your teammates touched it, when does it stop being offside? Because you can't go and charge it in the game with the ball because you've been offside. Aye, that's but you a can, good point. You can, you can hide behind the keeper. <laughs> Aye, that is a good point. I don't know about that. It's, it's one of the things that really annoys me. See, when I'm at Ibrox and I, I hear people around me talk about the, the offside, I... Uh, he wasn't offside because the keeper saved it and then he hit it and oh he was offside because it hit the bar and you, you're just like oh, just I've not got enough time in the day to tell them where they're wrong <laughs> but in that instance I don't know I need to do more studying well, I don't think anybody knows the answer to that one so when when you stop being inactive and become active and how long, do you have to wait for your teammate to touch the ball next or do you just have to wait a few seconds and then you can go and charge them again. I don't know. It's it's a bit of a grey area. Right, I'll I'll find out because I know through a friend of a friend that I know a linesman who plays in the top tier plays officiates really? in the top tier. <laughs> Aye, so I'll find out. That's what I'll do, and I'll find out for next week because that is quite interesting. I hope it's not Graham Chambers. You know, he, he he's pretty bad at picking out the the, the right player, <laughs> even though he's grabbed a hold of him. <laughs> Uh, it's a big result Motherwell. Motherwell though it was four points ahead of St Mirren now at the bottom yeah, Brilliant. yeah they had to result. do something with Ross County going under wee run uh, I think St Mirren are, are starting to drift away now because Motherwell will be buoyant after that 4-0 against their rivals I think they will Just... after the last couple of games in the, the, the against their, their local rivals it was like 4-0 or 5-0 I think it got cuffed in the previous game so uh, a wee 4 nils probably Greg's probably still drunk, you know, he's, like, he's probably celebrating since Friday night. <laughs> That's how he's known as podcast. It'll be interesting to see um, if Motherwell and Ross County, if Motherwell can kick on, Ross County seem to be a team who have picked up a little bit. It certainly, Park, this will look a little bit too far ahead to get dragged into it, although I think Hibs fans will say uh, you're never too far ahead to get dragged back into it. I'm not probably too far ahead with that. Thanks. <laughs> But you know, if you if, if the second bottom team ends up being on reasonable form as opposed to last season where Hibs were on a dire run of form, then it could make the playoff very interesting against you know mm-hmm. Rangers, Hibs, or a Falkirk or a Queen of the South. Yeah, it's very open. 
in the championship as to who that might be. But yeah, aye, it's, it's something I'm not looking forward to. What I Does thought it... was interesting in the Motherwell Hamilton game was the the camera that they had in the the changing room when the guy got sent off. <laughs> And he was just looking depressed. But the thing is, that's BT Sport. I've seen them do that before. You know, yeah, they, they show it with the halftime talks. I don't know if they definitely they do, do it yeah. in the early games. You, you see the, the halftime grilling getting given out by the manager. They, did, they were yeah. actually both dressing rooms this time. It's unusual. I've, I've, I've seen them do it with one dressing room. But that's the, thing. That's the first game I've seen them have both dressing rooms with a camera on it. Yeah, at the same time as well, didn't they? I think. Mm-hmm. Aye, I, had I think it's good. It's interesting. I like it that we don't need really need to hear the audio because that, that's going to give it away too much. But I, I like to see uh, what they get up to. And I've seen them before. They've had a wee munch. What looks like uh, burger. Uh, you know the the kind of burger? polystyrene tubs. You know the polystyrene tubs that you get that you have a You're burger inside. To the burger van outside. That's what it looked like. Can't remember. Is, is that the Rangers was. dressing room? No, that's, was it Ian Black's? Is Ian Black has cakes at half time. Something like that. I think it was Foray that said that. Cakes and cups of tea. Do you know what would have been better, though? If the players hadn't been aware of it, because that's the problem. I, I bet you could have got some amazing scenes unfolding in there when, when there wasn't a camera. But, you know, they're not going to do anything completely ridiculous, are they? They're not going to go overboard when they know fine well there's a camera in there. But I bet you could have caught some uh, fairly uh, X-rated scenes in there. No, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait By a that, minute, I mean... Laurie, what are you hoping to see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what footballers do after they've celebrate after they're celebrating a win? Go for a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like team bath. <laughs> I, right, I want I want to. This podcast is all in the wrong order because I want to rewind a wee bit back because I went to so many Rangers games since I was last on the podcast that I wanted to mention something about the games. Now, everyone knows I like a pie. I went in to Ibrox to buy a pie and the best thing ever happened. I said, Left. I'd like a scotch pie. Paid for a scotch pie. The woman hands it over. You know what I got? A steak pie. The woman says, oh, that's a steak pie. I said, don't you worry about it. I'll just eat that. I'll have that for the same price as a scotch pie. Result. <laughs> Got a bargain. You know what happens with the football? What? Walked in at the room at half time and the pies are sitting there ready. Oh, that's because you're posh. Toffs. You know the Laurie, you know the folk that you, you used to look down on, you used to say, Oh, who do they think they are? No coming out for the second half, too busy eating their pies and having their alcohol alcohol pops. Now that's you. I have to come out. I can't not come out in the second half starting. <laughs> Just silence. Still eating a pie. Sorry, missed the goal. It was it was got thirty seconds after half time. I was still eating my pie. I've almost been caught out. Aye, so how's it that going, Laurie? How's your commentary going? I think it's going going fine. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I do still miss the the banter occasionally, but you know I still go through with the fans and just nip to the ground a, a bit before. But uh, it's. It, it kind of gets it just becomes second nature after a while it's, I can't sit and watch a game often now my other half says it it's like you don't need to tell me these things like I'll be watching a game and I'll just reel out some stats after I missed a <laughs> 10 <ton> goal <laughs> I don't know I just feel the, the need to it's hard to sit in silence are you building up a portfolio of stats on the opposition 
No, not not so much stats, but I like little little tidbits of information, things like that. You know that you can just reel out if when someone's coming off the bench or or someone's just done something in a game, then you often get a a few little interesting bits of information if you just look hard enough before a game. And that's a little bit of trivia. Or if there's a, a break in play, it's always handy to have things like that to to go to. Do you ever go down the route of just random banter? Like pie banter or anything like that, because that's what I like to hear when when Derek Ray, it, he used to have good chats with Burley where they went off topic and there were Twitter pies that kind of thing. It depends who I've got on. I mean, away from home, I'll often just be on my own, or I'll have like one of the younger players on with me. So you don't often get the same uh, level of banter. But at home games, I've got old Jimmy Sanderson and Chalky White, who's a, a coach at Hearts as well. And uh, yeah, we tend to have a bit more banter. If you saw our Cowd and Beef highlights, you might have caught us chatting about betting half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know that's what I want to hear. The 10-0 game, because Jimmy had on Zafak to score first and Hearts to win 2-0. So although he got the first goal, his bet was scuppered after less than half an hour. Zafak um, screwed that one himself in about three minutes. <laughs> but I do find myself, when I'm watching country now, when I'm watching like the BBC highlights, I get really irritated by some silly things they're saying or bad pronunciations because uh, I do like to check things with Derek Ray and I found that you wouldn't believe the amount of uh, commentators who actually do it for a living who seem to just guess or make up pronunciations of players. Oh no, no, I can believe it. I, I know I know how many people guess in their life how you pronounce names. So, yeah. I found maybe. it interesting, Laurie, you, you previously mentioned uh, Scatchel and I found it interesting that the, there becomes a point when despite it being wrong, it's right, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because so many people have used the incorrect pronunciation, it would it would seem strange to go and use the correct one. Yeah, it's one that's stuck. Uh, I mean, there, there are a few which are that are quite tricky. I do struggle a bit with <clears throat> Alim, uh, as in Alim Uzturk, because it, it's a double umlauted one, so it's uh, uh, is Uzturk, mm-hmm. which when you're when you're saying quickly in, in play, it can be, prove quite tricky sometimes. But it's, it's when commentators say Ozturk, I mean, it's <laughs> that's that's not even close. But yes, my favourite one is. Oh, sorry, Chris. I was just, my one. I'm pretty sure is, uh, everybody knows him as Philip Sebo, but I'm fairly sure his name's actually been Chevo. <laughs> it's nothing like Sebo. <laughs> Oh, like, the, B, the B's pronounced a V and the S has got a sh instead of an S. I think the problem is sometimes it's difficult because certain things don't translate so well between yeah. languages and uh, you kind of get as close as you can. I mean, you, you might be disrespectful, but at the same time, it's, it's some some names just don't... It's it's difficult to pronounce if you don't have certain accents. And, but yeah, that's a, you, you need to know the rules of the specific language their name comes from as well. And in some, some languages, it's easier than others. But I mean, I was watching the highlights, uh, I, even though I'd seen them when I was at the game, I rewatched the BBC highlights and I noticed the Pallardo and a lot of them say that and I think that's just a bit lazy because, you know, you, you, you look at the name Pallardo and it just, it just, he's Spanish, he's not going to be Pallardo, is it? It's just, anyway, there's little ones like that when it's just a bit a bit lazy, isn't it? Pallardo, like, is that uh, Latina Park used to be? <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, I like maybe uh, that's the Messi. Mean. I like when people discuss Messi and the... Uh, Obviously, they, they they go right well, so it must be Lionel, and you're just like, nah, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's named after Lionel Richie, so surely he's going to be Lionel. 
<laughs> I don't have anything to back that up other than the fact he was named after Lionel Richie. What do, what do you call the former Liverpool centre back who, in my eyes, was Sebastian Coates because his dad was. Coates or something. But uh, in his native Uruguay was where where he ended up uh, growing up and where his mother was from. It was uh, Coates. So you know, if, if you're Scottish and you're uh, talking about someone who's originally from from the name. Coats would would you do you change it to Quates because that's what they would say over there? Uh, so it'd still be Coats to me, wouldn't it? <laughs> Coats. Well, I would go for the simple one, but then, uh, and also uh, going back to Rangers, as I often do, as you know, <laughs> uh, during the game against Livingston, there was a guy who scored the goal for Livingston. Now, Laurie, you would know the guy's name, right? But anyway, I him. I was I wasn't even going to attempt that. He scored a goal and then done some acrobatics in front of the Copland Road and ended up injuring himself. The abuse <laughs> yeah. the abuse he was getting as he sat in front of the Copland Road holding his leg. I, I it was a bit of a shame for him. But then what annoyed everyone more was the time it took him to get into his own half. He hobbled away, hobbled away, got to his own half, kicked off and then he sprinted straight away. Almost like I get it right up you. You'll boo me when I hurt my leg, so I'll just take the piss. Bye, that's my Rangers chat for now until later on. Ibra Sakaya, who once scored a goal against Hull City for Crystal Palace to keep them up. <laughs> See, that's, um, it. that's That's what I'm talking about, Laurie. You've got these stats at your fingertips. <laughs> it was his first touch and he actually celebrated it. Because I, I rewatched it before we played Libby, he actually celebrated with a triple backflip as well in that game. But I don't think he injured himself. Is that what he did at Ibrox? I didn't see the yes, the yes, I uh, he did that and then uh, he just sat down right in front of the copper road. <laughs> but he came out for the second half bizarrely. I don't know, I don't know. Aye, so in other games at the weekend, it wasn't just the Motherwell game that was on the telly. Dundee against Aberdeen, which I put money on uh, an away victory, and I thought it was looking good. Well, did and, you? Uh, <laughs> I did tell you, I'd, I'd say Dundee were a bogey team, if you'd listened aye. last week. Yeah, I think I had Dundee won it 2-1, but I had a, a good feeling that Aberdeen were going to drop points in that game. And they What's going on with Dundee's goal? Why, why, why did he keep the ball in? Oh, I don't know. As again, he did that and in, against Dundee United in the, the, the first cup game. He kept the ball in, and that's where it went to the, the dominated penalty that he scored. He reacts very strangely as well. He sort of st- stops it, and then he kind of just... He, he barely looks round it when he notices what he's done. So, you know, you, usually you'd think when you've done that, you'd put head in the hands, or they start sprinting back in, trying to make up for it. But he sort of glances around, sees what he's done, and, and just stops. Did you Aye. see the two, the two penalty? I thought it looked like two... Penalties that weren't given in that game, one for yeah, I think so. Why, why for comes out and gets the game the man? That's pretty much all he does. Just yes, oh, just I think for me, it's, for me, I, I agree. They're both penalties. I can understand why the Aberdeen one wasn't given because the referee so didn't. He didn't have a good view of it. But then the linesman did. He should have seen it. Yeah. When you see the replay, I mean, it's definitely a penalty. But I mean, I have to see it when I was watching it normal time. It was a bit. It kind of just ricochets off him so quickly. It was a bit, bit more difficult to tell. And they, they, the Aberdeen, they, well, they won against Aberdeen. I don't understand how the referee didn't. <laughs> it's just, it just, I just totally takes him out. It's... I almost Schumacher him out. The, the, the <laughs> problem I have with that is they were they kept showing you replay after replay, 
and saying, right, I think, I think he got a wee clip on the ball just before he took out the attacker. And you're just like, like come on, eh? He took him out. There's, I think that's there's, a, there's yeah. no way. It's an unfortunate uh, thing that a lot of people seem to believe that if you, you touch the ball and it can't be a foul and also if you get touched by the man it has to be a foul. I mean it's it's yes. neither it's you know, it's the exact same as what you're saying when they slow it down and they keep watching a replay of someone going down until they can find that little touch against his shin guard or brush <laughs> against his shirt and suddenly it's automatically a foul and football isn't a contact sport. Yes, and you get McAllister with his uh, handballs, and he's going ah unnatural position, and you're like, come on, look, don't 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 just stick to that because that's going to reinforce the the belief out there that it's all about the unnatural position. Yeah, it does clearly clearly state that it's to do with the distance of ball to hand, the speed of the ball, and etc. as well. Yes, aye, it's not as simple as that, and because then that leads people down the route of saying. Or what is a natural position for your hand when you're doing that? And that's just one of the many factors. I tell you what, the most unnatural position for your hand when you're running about and jumping and things is to for it to be right against your side. That's about well, as unnatural as it can. <laughs> All right, you obviously haven't seen the the video of the linesman uh, during there was it the FA Cup when there was a pitch invasion and the linesman running over the <laughs> other side when he had one arm static as he sprinted. <laughs> Oh, that was was highly amusing, yes. (laughs) Ah, He's a professional right to the end. I'd like to see him go out a jog, that guy, because I I do reckon his hand is just going to, one arm's going to just stay there, static. Okay, so that was a telly game. What other games was on Saturday? Because as I mentioned earlier, about the 50th time in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cares. Even Gadetti scored the second. He didn't even care. He's like, there's like, there. it's like Christ, it been that <laughs> blast of the past. Yeah, that, that was a great goal. That, that, that the, the build up before it was all one touch passing. Just it was, it was three good goals. Celtic scored on Saturday. I thought. When the, I like, what, the, the back, he was a nice cheeky one. But the Mackay Stevens strike was a cracking finish. And I'd say the build up to Gadetti's goal as well was good, even if it was a bit of a deflection that yeah, took the ball in the net, but. Ah, it was over about half time on, uh, on Saturday because we played them on Wednesday as well and uh, obviously cuffed them out of the cup. So, uh, four games, 10 1 in aggregate. That, that Celtic goal, I'm sure Celtic using those 99p floater balls that you used to buy at like, the garage. <laughs> the ball starts going one way and it just pings away the other. Yeah, you know I've, the seen, I've seen Christian and Ronaldo hit a ball like that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm only joking, it was a very good hit. <laughs> Aye, Ronaldo does hit it as if it's a float away. Oh, back in the day, I used to hit, love hitting them a toe poke, just because they would just wobble just everywhere. Yeah. Stop in midair at one point. You could hit it as hard as you could, right? You put everything into it, it just doesn't go very far. <laughs> Wobbles about in there. A shoot ball. Aye. So it's been a good week for Celtic, because obviously, won the League Cup. Knocked uh, Dundee United at the, the Scottish Cup to reach the semi-final and they now have a five-point lead with a game in hand at the top of the league. So, all looking good for... Uh, uh, well, I don't really want to say the treble yet because there's still a long way to go, but... Uh, I, think like the are, I, think, I think the bookies are giving odds on now. Oh, they better not be. Oh, aye, aye. I don't like that. 
Don't like that. We'll start away with it, yeah. Because I mean, I don't like the bookies. If the bookies are, are putting them as odds on, you've got to put them as odds on. I mean, it's just, I, I don't, I don't see how they could do it any any other way. Yeah, well, are they odds on for the league? Yeah, yes. I would, I would think so. Yeah, because like the five, yeah. points, five points clear. Aberdeen have got seven games left. Celtic have got no. Aberdeen have got nine games left. Celtic have got ten games left. So five points could could be eight, and then it's Inverness have got in the semi-final. That's probably the dodgy one because anything can happen in the cup. It's, it's the dodgy one, but they're going to be odds on for both. So together, they're still going to be odds on. I mean, aye, but then they're still only in the semis, Laurie. They're still got. Aye, I know, but look, who's left. With all due respect to them, there are teams who you'll heavily favour Celtic to beat. That's not to say they <laughs> they could easily lose them, but especially if you're bookies, you're not going to be. Not going to be over generous anywhere at all, especially on a, a heavy favourite. I mean, if you look at teams like Celtic and Rangers, I mean, where the bookies messed up this season was with the Rangers because you could get such good odds on oh, them definitely. not winning games, and that was simply because uh, a lot of money, especially down south, still was getting heavily backed on the Rangers purely because of the name. Like there was some ridiculous. Uh, I remember I got Queen the South against Rangers at it was like five to one or something. <laughs> And Queen yeah. of the South were at home, and Rangers were awful. I I could not believe it. It was it was just bizarre things like that. But yeah, the the old firm, if, if I'm allowed to call them that, still. No, 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 sorry. Celtic and Rangers, then. No, you're not even allowed to say that, Laurie. Unless you're talking about the historical Rangers, because you have <laughs> to don't. either call them the Rangers or Sevco. <laughs> I think that that's the rules. I'm going to implement them rules. From now on, going forward, I could say something you're not allowed to call them because uh, <laughs> John Gadetti knows a wee bit about that one, but we'll never get into that. I thought we weren't going to get into that. No, nope. <laughs> I, I have, I. Save up no more talk. my 800 notifications. I no more talk about that, Chris. <laughs> right, what other games was there on Saturday? Can, can we go back to the Wonderful Hamilton game for a minute? Mm-hmm. We can. Right, because I was sitting watching this with my wife on Friday night, so I'm, I'm obviously, I'm obviously quite romantic. Let's watch it. Let's watch one. It's your derby. Yes, and I'm really. sitting there watching it, and she says to me, "Is she related to that other cough?" I was like, "What? Hi, the guy was it Norton Forest? Aye, Brian Cough. Aye, who are you talking about? Barry the Wonderful manager. Who? <laughs> <Aye>, Barry Cough. <laughs> no, Barry Cough. <laughs> I don't even know what happened for the next five minutes in that game because we were both pissing ourselves laughing. <laughs> I remember so for, you mentioned that on Friday, uh, but you you said, "Oh, I'm saving it, saving it." So, right, so Stephen uh, Owen, he's Barry off to me. See, sometimes like season, I'm going to mention Barry off and no one's going to remember this story. No, because it's probably funnier if you were there. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit like when we mentioned Laurie on the podcast before tonight. <laughs> Who? Or Paul Band. But Paul, uh, Paul Who, who's Band. Who's never been on the podcast. <laughs> Paul Band will be on one day. Need to get him signed up. He, he's only about 12. <laughs> at, some point, at some point he'll not be at school. <laughs> aye, aye, he's got homework to do. Aye, I, think he's, I think he turned 13 the other day. So he's getting a wee bit older. <laughs> Right, when did we get to talk about Hibs against Rangers? I'll be honest, I've not seen the other three top flight games. Hang on, right, right, ah, well, uh, 
the highlights were alright. There wasn't anything special about it, to be honest. But surely we need to talk about the build up to it because last week we sat here and went, Hearts could win the league on Sunday. And they went, ah, well, they need a lot of things to fall into place. But then Rangers dropped the points that they needed to drop, but Hearts obviously won in midweek as well. So that mm-hmm. meant if Hearts won on Saturday, then Hibs had to win on Sunday or Rangers could basically give Hearts the title. Or Hibs could give Hearts the title, really, because. Let's face it, Hibs have beaten Rangers already this season and we're looking pretty comfortable. Yep, I'm not happy. I'm, I was, <laughs> I was, I wasn't happy. I, I think you're not. I don't think you were alone either, because my impression was Hearts wanted, most Hearts fans wanted to win the, uh, the league against Queen of the South next weekend. Yep, it was set up perfectly. You know, we dispatched Falkirk another good performance the weekend. We've had a few of them recently, and it was all just set up nicely. Just Hibs just to keep beating Rangers like they've <laughs> done so <laughs> three times in a row. Uh, yes. it's just I know it's it's been picky a few people have said to me hey, Jackie, look how picky you are now about how you want to win the league but but people are like oh well done at least you've done it I was like oh, we've known for weeks now that you've squished it Aye. exactly so I, want, I wanted to be picky I wanted it to be at home in front of our own fans so when the full time whistle went we'd won it at that moment and yes I agree because because for me if you can win it in front of your own fans on your doing it yourself and not just being handed it by some other team losing, then it's it's it's, it's a special feeling because I mean I've I've, I've seen us do it a few times, uh, obviously on the, the top flight, and I've seen us do it against Hearts one year. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's one of those like the full time whistle goes and you just you might know it's coming for weeks on end, but that moment itself is a brilliant moment and. Hibs have kind of robbed you of it a bit but I mean don't, don't get me wrong Queen, the game against Queen of the South will still be crying because oh, be and it'll be a 90 minute party yep <laughs> and I mean as much as Hibs losing was the final that was what put it over the line I mean we're we're sitting 23 points ahead at the top of the table we've won it yeah. um, what midway through March seven games to go no one's ever won that that early and I think it's been just a phenomenal performance all round. I said at the start of the season, I thought we would win it. I fancied us ahead of Rangers, but I thought it would be tight. I certainly didn't expect it to to be as straightforward as it has been, but I think that's a lot to do with just not just how bad Rangers have been at times, but just how good Hearts have been. I think well, yeah. been just being relentless has been the hashtag which the club have used. It's, it's, I, I don't think I could think of a more appropriate word. I mean, just been relentless the whole season, just never letting up. And I think Robbie Nielsen has just done such a good job of 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 mixing things up when he needs to, of changing the way we've approached games, of bringing new players in and taking players out. And apart from obviously the, the defeat to Falkirk, this league-wise has barely been a, been a, a blip really at all. Well, that's right. I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on with the... Like... You, we've played what twenty nine games in the league this season. Yep. Out of those twenty nine, you've won twenty five of them. So you've only dropped points in four yep. games. Only one of them is the defeat to Falkirk, which itself was a close game. It was a three two, I think. Falkirk won. Yep. Yeah, it was. Um, if you look at the run that Hearts uh, they've went on this season, right? It doesn't. It doesn't matter if Rangers had a solid foundation, right? I think Hearts would still be going on to win the league because they have outplayed everybody in that league that it's not anything to do with Rangers and their situation at all yeah. I, I just think the credit has to go to Hearts here uh, you mentioned how many wins they've had 84 goals for 18 against you're not going to get much better than that it's phenomenal. 
absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, there's even a strange quirk if you look at the the cups because there's a good chance you could go, you could have lost in every single cup to the eventual winners because yeah. he's went out of the league cup to Celtic and that's on the sideboard now. He's went out of the the the, the challenge cup to Livingston and they're in the final. I think that's next month against Alwar. And then he's been out to the Scottish Cup to Celtic as well. I mean, your draw was pretty awful when it came to Cups. Ah, I mean, the, 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 the Pets Fact Training Cup, I mean, we did play... Yeah, he played a your boys that day. A, a, a team of, of kids in that one. They, and it's what Bobby said he would do. He'd use it as a, a development tournament to, to give a few boys a run out. So, not too fussed about that. I think that would have been an unwanted distraction, having a few extra midweek games. But yeah, well beaten in the other two cups but I think you never know runs in those cups may have caused us a bit more of a headache um, although I suppose looking at the points gap maybe we could have afforded <laughs> more of a headache <laughs> but yeah it's all round it's been great and I think from top to bottom um, on and off the field everything's been done brilliantly and I'm just looking forward to next season and I think we've got quite an exciting team as it is and I fully expect Greg Levine and Robbie Nielsen to look at a few additions as well but we should probably speak about the the uh, Hibs Rangers game as well in terms of the, those two sides. Do we need it? I watched the first half of that and it turned over because it was utter garbage. It would get <laughs> well, all stopped playing like that. I think I think I, I know quite a bit about Rangers. I, I've seen them quite a, a few times this season, and I told everybody that would listen before the game that Lee Wallace does not like playing as part of a, a five three two or three five two formation. He needs somebody in front of him. It shows how much I know. About football, uh, how'd that work? <laughs> aye, <laughs> but I uh, see. I, I was watching it, obviously, uh, looking for the the result first and foremost. Because I saw, it, I, I looked past all that, all that, the, the the style of play and so on, and just I thoroughly enjoyed it. Turn out to Rangers. I, I I don't know. I don't know what what was going on there because Rangers. Was it five games in a row in the league that they drew? It's yep. just been just poor. Poor is quite a simple way of putting it, but they have been. I, and then to to come away with a victory against Hibs, who, who looked pretty average. The Hibs have been uh, a good run themselves. I mean, that was their yeah. first defeat in about 10 or 11 or something in the league. I so. Yep. I don't think we were brilliant. I think we had some good performances, but for some reason, Hibs, I don't know. They, they seemed reluctant to press, and I think that gave Rangers a lot of time on the ball, and I think that helped us. Also, the fact that we had uh, a centre-half on right mid who had a, a good game, turned into a wee bit of a winger, and obviously Wallace, and obviously the referee helping us out. The, re- the referee did have a great assist in that second goal. Aye. It's a bizarre uh, decision, wasn't it? Everybody, everybody stopped. I mean, that was a funny thing. It was, it, was, it was well played for Kenny Moore, and he, 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 put, he, he was professional and put the ball in it, and I thought, my mum could have scored that. Everybody had stopped. Literally, well, everybody stopped. See, the, the thing is, you're right. You're right there, Chris. But everybody stopped. So I think credit does have to go to Miller for uh, staying on the, the ball because yeah. because everyone else just decided, oh, let, let's moan about this rather than play on. And Stubbs, uh, he goes, he says he's a hundred percent sure that it would be given as a foul every single time. Let's stop focusing on the foul. So focus on your players who switched off. That's something they can control. They can they can decide to play on. They can decide to play the whistle. What the referee does is out with your control. I'd also disagree with Stop saying 100% of the time it will be given, because clear or not, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't like people that come out with this 100%. Uh, you don't know that. Don't know. I think the, the bottom line as well, it, it wasn't a game the Rangers won 1-0 thanks to that goal. The Rangers won 2-0 and I, I didn't see the whole game, but I was watching a lot of the second half and to be honest, it didn't look like Hibs were going to score. Um, so to me, in many no. ways, it looks like if that hadn't gone in, it would have ended 1-0. Rangers, I, I, I probably that's Scott Allen. He's a nasty character. I don't like him one bit. I like, I like him as a, a, as a footballer if you like. But, but see that nasty side of him, I didn't like it at all. He, he thought he was fouled by Vukic. It didn't look like anything major. And then you could tell as soon as the the free kick was taken, the ball went to Vukic, and you could tell he was just out to to murder. <laughs> and. I, I, I don't know, he ended up getting a booking for it. I think he could quite easily have been sent off, especially the manner in which he did it. There was no need for it. Right. I've just looked at the stats for the game, and it was one shot on target for Hibs and two on target for Rangers. Oh, I'm glad I turned over. <laughs> well, Chris, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, you've not seen Rangers play lately because uh, that was a good performance from them. That was good for you. <laughs> They're oh, lucky. They're lucky to do, get, do you get shots away. Do you get paid to go to Ibrox then? Because you need to pay me to watch that rubbish every week. Well, I get an upgrade on my pie sometimes. Oh, I suppose I, I do get paid. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Hibs, 15 games without defeat going into that game. So I think, as Craig says, looking out for the result. And I think the way Rangers have been playing, I don't know if they can, can they afford to be too picky about performance-wise, especially in a, a battle against the side above them. So I think they're right, I mean, out I, I suppose if you're Hibs, you're looking at that. Maybe that's a wake-up call that you need because they've been. Even the last time they played Rangers, when they played at Ibrox, they weren't they great. I mean, they, no, they, they got no. the win, but it was it was like a ground-out win, and Rangers were a better team for most of the game. And it sounds like Rangers were a better team yesterday as well. So, Chris, I'm, I'm glad you noticed that, right? Because the commentary on Sunday was shocking. They clearly just looked at the scoreline over the season. And says, "Oh, Hibs have drowned strangers over the season." I completely ignoring the fact that it was fairly even. Some people who are biased, like myself, might say that Rangers played better in the last game uh, at Ibrox. But just it's lazy to look at the scoreline and just say, "Oh, aye, Hibs have walked every game." No, they hadn't. It's, it's also lazy to say that the Rangers were the better team when they uh, knocked them out of the Challenge Cup. It's f- fairly even. Till that red card. <laughs> well, I, I suppose I, I can't even remember the. How, how the are you card. feeling then, confidence-wise? For because well, obviously be be playoffs. So, how do you how do you foresee that going? You reckon? I'm a bit more positive now that McCall's come in and he's he's starting to make his mark on the the team. He was talking even of bringing people in before the the end of the month. I'm not sure who's out there available as free, but if players like Andy Driver, uh, mm-hmm. who recently got snapped up by Aberdeen, th- there must be some somebody out there. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a very tough ask. Hibs, I think, can, can still beat us. Uh, home and away might give us a bit of a chance, but we need to go on a run. We need to go on a run at home because right now, I think playing at home is our big a big concern because the fans turn against the players, even against the young players who should be given time to make mistakes because their young Walsh is just in the team, yet he was getting hassle the other game. Yeah. I think if we go on a run and we get the Ibrox crowd uh, behind the team, then we might have a chance. 
I'm not too concerned about those above us. I know Motherwell played really well. My concern is Hibs. Even Queen yeah, of the South have shown one, they can beat us. One stage at a time, and there's no point in thinking about the, the Premiership team when you would obviously, at least even if you finish second, you're going to have to play someone else before then. And as you see, I mean, home yeah. is four, five home games without a, without a win now, which is pretty yeah. pretty almost unthinkable for a team like yes. Rangers, isn't it? And you mentioned you had a bet on Queen of the South. They, they totally outplayed us at their gaff. It wasn't a... It wasn't a, a a bank raid. It was just they were quite simply the better football inside. So uh, they're a worry. Falkirk are a decent side as well. Uh, there's lots of worries in this. I mean, for me, there's two battles going on in the playoffs at the moment. There's the, the battle for fourth between Queen of the South and Falkirk, which obviously Queen of the South are four ahead of Falkirk, but Falkirk have been in a pretty good run recently, and they have just what, what, they had to play Hearts this week, which is a bit unfortunate. <laughs> Just everybody loses to him. Like we in the South have got us next anyway, so even... Well, I think even South, yeah, because you'd imagine Hearts will win that game, given that I know that it's now done, but they want to top it off himself and make sure that the players uh, get the three points uh, just to keep the, the fans happy. They'll be happy anyway. But then, And then, obviously, there's the, there's the battle for second because that gives you a round less of playoff to play. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, Hibs are Hibs are three points ahead of Rangers with uh, a goal difference better, or six goals better. But Rangers got the game in hand, obviously, so it's it's very tight for that second spot. I think the the the, the trouble for Rangers is they've got to play Hearts twice. But I think Hibs have got to play Hearts once. So there's that 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 might make a difference. Although Aye. again, if Hearts are now done, <laughs> Hearts are coasting at the end of the season. So there's, I'd imagine. There's there's another thing why it's disappointing we don't get to win it next week against Queen of the South because that would have meant the <clears throat> next game after winning the championship would have been at Ibrox and I was dying to see if Rangers would have given us a guard of honour. No chance. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> to well, be fair, I don't know. guard of honour, Scottish championship, ugh, I don't know. Uh, if you win something you deserve a guard of honour, I think. Oh, Laurie, I've, I've seen it along my travels the last couple of seasons. To be fair, That's you try to stay down just so you can get your pitch factory and cup guard of honour at some point because you're <laughs> running out of chances to get it now, aren't you? I know, I know. I we need to stay down so we can win that and also win the championship. Well, see, that's what I was going to say because there's only one team in Scotland's ever won off four uh, divisions. It's Dumbarton before you win them. I was waiting for stuck. Dumbarton are the only team in Scotland to have won off four divisions. That is a good start, right, Laurie? You write that down. You can use that in your commentary. And I'm, I'm assuming that's right because it was a Dumbarton fan that told me it. <laughs> and he, he's dying for Rangers to go up the playoffs this season. <laughs> that's a good thing to cling on to. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because there's another of my mates who's a Rangers fan. He's dying for Rangers to stay down this season. To be fair, there's, but, a, school of, there's a school of thought that from a footballing perspective, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, it's the same idea as Hearts being down this season because I mean, yeah. Hearts spent last season having to build uh, to, or having to stay alive and playing the boys but that kind of put them into a good stead for this season because on the park Hearts had a great run at the, the end of last yeah, season yeah, you know, and yeah. so they hit the ground running this season whereas Rangers were kind of they, they, they just come up and they were going to play a tough uh, series of games and then there was all the boardroom shenanigans and well, Rangers have had a bit of a, a disappointing season all round so they could the almost do we start again they're going to clear out a bunch of players at the end of this season. The boardroom is starting to look a bit better now. The fans are back on board. 
So they could almost do with another season of preparing for themselves to go up. So they could, in theory, do what Hearts have done this season if they stayed down. But I think that there's a lot of people are, are pretty urgently wanting Rangers in the top flight. Probably most of the top yep. flight. Yep. <laughs> I think a financial point of view from Rangers as well, the state they're in, that as much as maybe they don't want to go up, and I think a lot of the problem is they don't want to be facing Celtic three to four times in a league season when they probably won't won't feel that they're quite ready for that. But from a financial perspective, I mean, I don't know, can Rangers really afford to, to stay down for a prolonged period? Yeah, there's uh, the reduced income, or should that be sustained income that we're getting just now? But fans could turn off. Fans, I think, we talked a lot about the journey and how it's exciting. Uh, and... I've seen that at Hearts as well. The journey is exciting. It's exciting being in the championship. Your see, fans are just saying, you... are we there yet now? See, I, exactly. <laughs> by the time you get to the third season, you're like, come on, it's over with now. Come on, let's just promote us back to the top tier. Eh? Enough of this see, silliness. It's, it's funny, I'm, I'm, I'm already feeling a bit like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss the championship. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it, and I suppose. It's easy to enjoy it when you're winning 90% of your games. Hell but yeah. just the, the trips to, to Dumfries to Kirkcaldy, to, to places where we don't usually get to go, to even to Cowdenbeath and Alloa. It's just been it's been a great experience. And bizarrely, uh, I, I loved last season as well. It was one of my favourite seasons and we finished bottom and got relegated. Just, just yeah, the but then that, you knew it was coming for the day one, pretty much. Yeah, I think the so, feeling uh, of... You could, it was, the, the pressure was almost off. Yeah, it like, solidarity. Well, it would be club. nice if you could catch the other, the other teams, but... It'll be interesting because... We've had the the season where we know we're going down and we're getting beat every week, but we're we're taking it because you know we're all together on it. We've had the season where we're winning every week and we love it. Are we interested next season if we're neither here nor there? We're you know we're we're sort of what in the middle. It'll be interesting to yeah. see what they. And I, I think they will. I think the fans will stick behind it because there's got there is that feeling that it's you know we are all together now, which you don't often get with with football clubs these days. That you know that. You we're all part of the, the the same thing, the from top to bottom at the club, and um, hopefully it'll that'll maintain for for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to tell, but I mean, what we've seen with teams coming up for the championship can do the following season. I mean, Hamilton were top of the league at one point. Yeah, and so they came flying up, and they came up through the playoff. Dundee haven't been quite as good, but uh, they're still Dundee are in my shirt at top six at the moment. They might actually take it off Hamilton. Yep. But I mean, um, the, the only really benchmark Hearts have had with the top flight has been the cup games against Celtic, and I thought Hearts did pretty well against us. It was the second game was almost impossible to tell because as soon as because goals I, off, that was it, it. Was, we were just trying to make sure the game didn't get as bad as last season, and I didn't think we were as good as some people thought we were at Celtic Park just because of the standards we'd set. I thought we could have played a lot better, but I, th- I think you never took your chances when you got them. I think that was the problem. Because we, we certainly scored at good times, but there was that. I mean, there was that one. Was it you hit the bar at one 0 in the yeah, first half? Yeah, missed the penalty at one 0 as well. Yeah, aye, aye. So I mean, you certainly had chances there, and if you'd taken them, it could have been a lot different. I mean, as you've seen this season, who are some of the better teams in the top flight outside Celtic, Aberdeen, Dundee United? What, between them, what they conceded, what, what, one of them got beat six one at Celtic Park. One of them got beat four yeah. 0 When people ask me, like, oh, so you'd be looking to what stay up mid table? I mean. I don't think it's being. I don't think it's being arrogant or anything to say. Well, 
even with our current team, I think we could push third, fourth. I, d- I don't see why not. I, I, mean, I, 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 would, I would agree. I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal challenging for Europe next season. Because we will strengthen as well. I mean, I can't see us getting weaker. Obviously, not to say no one will go out the door, but I, you know, they've already said they've been targeting new players in this. Some of us, you know, some of the players, some of the signs have been fantastic. I mean, you don't always maybe get to see it in highlights, but the likes of the likes of Osman, so I've, I, I scarcely think of a player like that that we've had who's six foot four, but is very fast and has a wonderful touch and he's man of the match on Saturday, but he didn't score. So I don't know, in highlights, you maybe don't get a, a picture of how good he is, but he, he drops out wide and comes in and lays things off and just, just players like that. It's just a joy to watch and, I know that we're playing cow and beef and teams like that sometimes, but I still think it takes a lot to score ten goals in one game. That's <laughs> well, the best I've ever seen. You know, so. <laughs> well, I was the Rangers score against cow and beef the week after actually. Oh, well, don't get me started. Ah, it, was, <laughs> it was a draw. Was it? <laughs> uh, oh, oh no, was that one of the games we won? One no, it's nil nil. Was it nil nil? Yeah. Oh, no. Aye, aye. <laughs> right. But I bet we best move on yeah. because there's a few things we've not mentioned yet and we're run tight with time because we've got, and I'm going to carefully word this, we've got an international break coming up. Break! <laughs> I, don't... I say break, but it's not really a break because the league league continues for the, the real teams. Aye. Aye, none of this, none of this nonsense. International break. Aye. But aye, we've got Northern Ireland... It's on Sky Sports 5 and Sky Sports 1. I, I don't know why that's, that confuses me, but I, 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 it sits uneasy with me that it's on two channels at the same time. I don't know, am I missing something on another channel? What's what's going on there? It's, uh, I tried to ask Ian Crocker, and he just said that he's getting everywhere. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Are we going to have a Scottish commentary? Are we going to have Northern Ireland commentary? I don't know. Oh, God, I hate, I'd hate to think it was Jerry Armstrong. How does he get the assistant commentary gig for Nell Classico? I know, I should have you. He was he's, appalling last night. He's awful, I know. His hatred for Suarez was laughable. I know Suarez was falling about a lot, but. Dear God. <laughs> Aye. I'm, pretty sure was, I'm pretty sure there was one point Ronaldo get, went down, got booked for it. He wanted Suarez booked for it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Northern Ireland on Wednesday and then on Sunday we've got Gibraltar and <coughs> the big tie but you know what's good about it the SFA have started handing out quite a few free tickets to kids because my son came home from school and says that he's been offered a, a free ticket cool. so he might get to go to his first first football game that'd be good nonsense so what Gibraltar Honestly, it's like some works team getting given a place in the World Cup or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous, honestly. I can't take it seriously. It's Gibraltar. I mean, come on. We just have to get there and win. That's all. I don't even think it matters how many we score, to be honest. Because I'm pretty sure when it comes down to the calculations at the end of the, the qualifying, they discount the bottom team. So it's going to be Gibraltar. Yeah. But it's, uh, you just need to get there and win. Ideally, you get a few goals, get a bit of confidence ahead of the, the, the more important qualifiers, because this is the one we should win easily. Aye. Aye. Fletcher will be hoping that he scores after the, the abuse he's been getting for buying a Lamborghini. Did you see that? <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Deservedly so. It's what, you want to buy it all you want, stop bragging about it. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Nobody likes that. Somebody brags. Aye. 
Right, so is that as done for the Scotland chat? Yes. I think so. I don't think it was. I think, you know, we, we covered the squad in last week's podcast, to be honest. So. Aye, and it's, aye, it's not something that I'm too excited about. Northern Ireland seems a filler. Gibraltar seems a filler. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about the, the, the games next week because we won't have anything else to talk about. Do you not think it's yes. great, Craig? I don't, even, I don't even notice when it's going to be an international break until, like, inadvertently someone mentions it. I just look well, and every week you've still got another game still got another game Laurie we've called off a lot of games because of the international <laughs> I break I know because of what <laughs> oh dear aye, aye we, we can't we can't afford to to miss out on the, the key players anyway right we'll move on we'll do the charity bit oh that's going to be difficult this week <laughs> it'll be difficult but there's games on and we'll be able to get our first scorer bet right Laurie come on you know a lot about lower league football. So give us a first scorer I'm not in the Championship, League One, League Two. Yep, I'm putting you on the spot. You're allowed, uh, you're allowed to say Hearts player if you want. That's, that's allowed. Um, I would have pick a Hearts player first goal scorer because there's so many have scored this season. I know, we've got three on 11 goals now, actually. In fact, yeah, you're um, our, uh, our mutual friend who also works for Hearts Media has a very cheeky 33-1 on Jamie Walker to be top scorer, and he's now only two off. Ooh. <laughs> but, it's a, but, but we're in competition, because I've got Osman So to be top scorer at 20-1, and he's only three off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know, it's, it's difficult to tell. I mean, if you go Hearts, I'm, uh, I always fancy Osman, but then he's been dropping out wide quite a bit recently. So, yeah, it's very difficult to pick a Hearts player, because, I mean, what, who scored first? You go, yeah, I like Keaton's, but he doesn't start. Well, I mean, he has been recently. He was, he was just dropped from a starting lineup after um, being in it. He, he got dropped the weekend, but he was in it in the week against Wraith Rovers. And then, and it's just too many. There's too many of them. I mean, Billy King's on nine as well now. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, I don't know. I, right, OK, well, but we're not going for a Rangers player. No, we're not going for a Rangers player. No? Blink no. kind of beef. you got to actually make up for the zero but, goals last time, do you know? I would have better that. I mean, it's Ibrox. It might be a draw. <laughs> what about your... I, I don't know who's going to start. I don't know who's going to start. I think Clark is likely to start. But other than that, uh, McCall has been swinging the changes. Uh, Boyd wasn't even in the squad the weekend there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Clark would be an obvious one. I think if you look at the goal scoring chart, Law would be an obvious one. But I'm not even giving him... I, well, I would give him the bus fare home. Tell him not to come back. Uh, Clark, maybe. I don't know. But I'm reluctant with Rangers because they're rubbish. What about your favourite scorers? You're always going with your... Is it Longworth and McManus? You know? Oh, I've no went with, with Longworth. They're waiting. Peter Head. Yeah. Potentially mm. tricky, though. It's all very tight, that. It is very tight. Aye. Why don't we just keep it easy and go with Longworth? Because we've not picked him in a while. Ugh, we always pick Longworth. No, we've surely, picked surely, surely somebody else we can pick on. We're picking the same guy every week. Or one of two guys every week. Aye. Right, well... Osmond So. Osmond So. Right, Osmond So. Ah, we've not been with Hearts player in ages. Let's go with So. All right. Right, OK. Osmond So to score first for Hearts against Queen of the South. I don't have the odds yet from McBookie, but I'll tweet them and I'll put them in a forum when I do know them. Right, so that's that picked. Now, this is a wee bit easier. Right, because this is where we have to pick the double, the treble, the tenfold, whatever we go for. I'm going to go straight in there and I'm going to go hearts. Four to nine. Yeah, I would, I 
I think that's decent odds. Aye, party time, definitely. We've done well against time. we've done well against Queen of the South this season, even when we've not played at our best. And I think they'll want to try and welcome in the trophy with a with a victory. Been a good run as well since since Fogger beat us. It's now uh, eight wins on the bounce. So yeah, four to nine as well. It's it's maybe a little bit <clears throat> bit longer than maybe I'd expect. But I suppose it's Queen of the South are a decent side. So. But no, go with that. Right, we'll go with that, and we need to add probably another two if we're going with that because of the, the odds. What's the odds of Falkirk at Dumbarton? 19 to 20, good spot. Yeah, Falkirk could be on a good run apart from that. They were 11 unbeaten before they played us at the weekend. Yep, and they're still fighting for the, the playoff. Mm-hmm. The Barn have had a couple of wins recently, but they were against Livy and Alawa, so they... I'm, 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 I'm thinking there's Falkirk or no Queen of the South at the time, Castle. So they're yeah. going to, they'll be... Desperate they to need, get three they points. need to start closing the gap. Yeah. So, so that, that double a... would return £28.17 from the tenner, but because we don't get the £10 stake, it's only £18.17. Yeah, so something else in there, man. Probably throw another one in. You've got to put something else in there as well. Um, who else is playing? Who's forfer at home to Sterling? If you're looking at that's not a bad idea. Form and places. I know Sterling did get a one to three, which which isn't brilliant. If you're gonna put it in with other things, though, I mean, yeah. Look at the, look at the table and the form. I mean, you'd fairly. Well, what about fairly... East Fife against Montrose? Yeah, you would you would go with that. Montrose aren't aren't falling away as badly as. No, I mean I was at their game the other week. I must, I should probably go more at their games because if you look at their recent results, they've lost, they've lost what six of the last seven. Their one win was a three-nil hammering against Arbroath, and that was the one I went to. So maybe, maybe I should go more of their games. Well, I'm pretty sure we had Arbroath the charity about a week. Yes, <laughs> but came from nowhere. Cracking performance. Um, right, we'll see if, see if we go for four for. Yeah. Right now, that ten pound treble would return thirty-seven pound fifty-six. Well, I think that's still of, decent enough. That's pretty similar what we had this week. Aye. Is well, that, we'll just go did we that. have to take a tenner off that though? So it's £27.56 after the yeah. tenners come off. What's East Fife? What are their odds? East yeah. Fife are 4-9. Four, four so if we add them in, and we're going for the fourfold, that's £54.25. That sounds better. Montrose haven't won an away game since the 23rd of September. Aye, they're, they're, all, they're all reasonable bets on their own, so I think the fourfold's probably a good bet. <laughs> Right, so the charity bet, courtesy of McBookie, is Hearts Falkirk for for an East Fife £10 bet returns £54.25 to add to the charity pot that I said earlier is up, sitting up about a grand. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's sitting at 340 I'll tell you what, their offer the other week was a belter against uh, Hibs Cup, Cup offer for new, for new customers. You know, do you know what I find I've done recently? Since I can't open any new betting accounts I just tell my other half and she opens the account <laughs> makes them well you need well, to be careful because it's household at times they say well we don't household. live together uh-huh. Uh-huh. you, you see so I'm not breaking it in uh, so, the small yeah. print it also says uh, uh, anyone you've ever spoken to <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the, I, the, the Hibs one was a ridiculous offer that was 11 to 4 you got on Hibs to beat Berwick so was, uh, and they paid out in cash as well Oh, I like that when you get it in cash. You know, McBookie's much better than bloody Skybet. Do you know, I've got £3 in my account and I want to withdraw it and I can't unless I 
have ten pound in my account. Yeah, said to them, you okay, cost three pound. though, come on. Well, I'm in the huff with them, right? So I, I then said, right, just cancel my account and give me my three pound. Sorry, I can't do that. You need to have ten pound in your account. So they basically want me to deposit more money so I can get my money back, and I'm refusing to do it. We're in a bit of a standoff, and I'm the one that's losing because they've got my three pound. Mm-hmm. Aye. Maybe Enough of that just... negative, because McBookie's a good... Maybe you should just break it. But, but then they'll get to keep it, won't they? I know they're keeping it now. But... No, it's the wrong attitude. Uh, if you bet on the right thing. I'm not a gambler like you, Laura. I'm not into the Israeli second division. I don't know my stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, well, should, we should probably say uh, congratulations to Edinburgh City, because they've won the, the Lowland League. So they'll be part of the, the playoff at the end of the season. Against whoever's going to win the Highland League, which I believe is either Broader Rangers or Turf United, but also. Neither of you want to nope. get promoted. Nope, so I can, we can all see that getting tossed. <laughs> uh, yes, interesting. But no, it'd be good for. I think obviously Edinburgh City would be keen to get up and get yeah. another Edinburgh Derby. Really? <laughs> I did need to go some. Yep, and I wanted to mention that it's Scottish Football Forum's sixth birthday. On Sunday just passed, so a happy birthday to Scottish Football Forums, as if it's a person. <laughs> it's just a person of Twitter. He's Aye. a bit of so. Talks about sectarianism, Aye. which is which encompasses everything in the whole world. Uh, <laughs> the, the the basic definition does. Aye. I'm very Aye. surprised that that especially you have not mentioned Craig what all the the tabloids were getting over today, in regards to. Let's just say a certain video which um, may have surfaced from Hearts players last night celebrating. Oh, oh you've not seen it? Oh, no, dear, I haven't. I said it. Oh, let's what is say, it? Let's just say uh, uh, it's worth I've heard the right recognise almost everyone in the video, not just the Hearts players. But let's just say they're singing a song celebrating winning the league, but it right. mentions Rangers in it. Ah, uh, we've won the league, we've won the league, we've beaten those jolly good chaps at Ibrox. Is that that one? It's it's quite funny because the Daily Mail, I think, is who've, who've run it and they've tried to make a big thing of it, you know, could be in hot water. And I was looking at the comments, even the Rangers fans were like, oh, calm down there, you know, okay, there's a sweary word in there, but there's nothing outside. You know, I, I, I quite like the fact that the players are out there, they're celebrating with the fans, and yes, the song that the fans start singing does maybe get it up Rangers a little bit but you know it's, it's kind of what you want to see from players isn't it out with the fans having a good time it's not it's not it's not sectarian well <laughs> well, yeah, as long as they don't use any sectarian terms that start with an H then they, they, they should be alright I can assure you there was certainly none of those terms yeah but I'm, I'm surprised you've not seen it the, the tabloids have fairly tried to make a big deal of it today Oh, that's, I, I haven't heard that still earlier on either because I was reading about Hibs fans trying to get Hearts players into trouble and I thought Gadetti's not a Hearts player <laughs> and then I had, I had to go look up what the actual story was and I, that's, that's, uh, uh, it's nonsense yet it again try to take the fun out of football yet again it's uh, fair enough when you know if if it's, it's something if it's you know if it's a certain if they're saying certain things, if it's, you know, racist or sectarian, as we've said, and things like that. I mean, obviously, there is a line that's got to be drawn, but, you know, you, you want you don't want players to be thinking, right, I can't, I can't go out, I can't go and be seen outside with fans or, you know, maybe have a little bit of fun about something, you know, if it's going to get me in bother. You, you, it'll just, 
deter them from doing that. And I think I, I quite like when the, you get the human side. You used to get like Sir Rudy Scatcher would do it as well. He'd often come out in the bars with the, the Hearts fans. You, I think you like to see that from from players getting mm. involved. Definitely. Aye, as long as they behave themselves. As long as H words and white and flares and. Oh, I, I think rivalry <sighs> uh, is fine. I think uh, uh, that, that uh, rival, rival, rivalry sectarian. <laughs> to, to a certain degree, it could be. Uh, I think uh, rubbing your, your uh, rival's nose in it is fair enough to uh, an extent. I think that's part of football. I, I think. Well, I've not seen honest. the video, so I don't know what they did. I don't Let's know what be they honest, said. The Rangers players in the build this have often been the ones who've been in the media saying things about. You know, you've, you've had what, Darren McGregor's famous. Can you handle the pressure, Hearts? And in <laughs> weeks, Rangers had crumbled. And what Fraser Aird is. <sighs> we've got a much better team than Hearts and silly things like that but generally the Hearts players have staff have just stayed out of it and you know they've not risen to any journalists trying to get them to say stupid things or derogatory things in the the press and they've got on with it and yep they've done it now and they've had a bit of fun celebrating in the pub and maybe it's a bit naive to, to, to sing a song which does include a swear word in it but you know we've got to they'll probably have a wee word in the ear from Craig and Robbie, maybe you know. Come on, guys, you've got to be a bit more. And me, a bit more canny than that. Ah, you, you'll be having a word with them. But you know what I mean. It's if you're going to start because they've said a swear word in a song that it's not. You know, you're not. It's not a sectarian song. It's not. A, it's you're celebrating winning the league and you're having a wee dig at the the team who are potentially going to be battling with it for you. I mean, yes, aye, aye. So far, well, and if, right, it, well, if it winds up the people that are uh, getting. Slagged off in a video. So much better. <laughs> well, that's the point, isn't it? Yep. So often that's the whole point. It's nothing to do with wanting to be, or wanting to actually be offensive or wanting to be sectarian. It's just to wind up the other guy. Yep. And if he gets wound up by it, you've won. That was the point. And then what yep. happens? So the, just... the answer to all of this is don't get wound up about it. The best thing the just can do is when we go to Ibrox in a few weeks is put a few goals past us and then they can get it right back up. <laughs> so that's the way football works. <laughs> At least that's the way football should work. Right. right, well that's us got to the end of the podcast. We've covered quite a few things. It's been good to have you back, Laurie. It's good to, to hear uh, an insight into your time commentating and also uh, to hear you discuss Hearts because I think it's an important weekend and I think we should there should be some focus on Hearts because they deserve it. I tell you and, what as well, I think it's terrific that, you know, after the passing of, well, from from most accounts of his time, Hart's greatest ever player, Dave Mackay, that, you know, we are going to lift the trophy, which he would have lifted as well, because they, they use the old uh, First Division trophy now, don't yeah. they? So yeah, the, the, Tom Boyd was the last guy to lift it as a top flight. Yeah, so I think it's quite fitting that, you know, just after his, his, his passing, we've just clinched that and we'll be able to lift that at the... <clears throat> well, I actually don't know where the trophy lifting is going to be, but and I think it's quite fitting. I hope it's the last game of the season. <laughs> you're just, ah. you're just, you're just naughty. We <laughs> <laughs> can ruin the party. No, right. to, to be honest, I think it should always be your last home game of the season, if possible. And I'm not just saying that because it is that's against Rangers. I just think that's about that's when the trophy presentation should be. Unless of course it's the last home game is your penultimate game in the league, isn't it? Then you can't do it. But it should be it should always You're be right. the way it should be the last thing you do at home is left the trophy. Yes, the culmination of the entire season 
uh, aye, it makes sense for, for ticket sales as well, keeps yeah. fans up, because if you lift the trophy and you've, say, you've got another home game after that, a lot of fans are just going, right, OK, that's season over, yeah, next. Well, we've yeah. seen us do it a couple of times where you get the trophy one week and then you get another game the next week. We haven't done it in a while, to be honest, because they seem they almost seem to agree with me now that the last home game is the best way to do it. And we do yeah. tend to get last like the, our last game as a home game. I don't know how yeah. that will work out this, work out this week, uh, season, because I know before we get two home games to come this season uh, in the, after the spot. So. I suppose it's easier to do with a spot as well, because then you can kind of you can program the fixers that kind of way. Obviously, it has worked out that Hearts' final game of the season will be a home game, but yep. it's, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they spoil it and say, no, Hearts will get the trophy on this day instead. There's a few... Yeah, um, the, the tweets that are saying is that it, it would, should be that game. There's nothing confirming exactly what it would be. But See, the, the, the other alternative would be the Queen of the South game. Like this Saturday? Yeah. Because that's that's the very next game. We all know the league is done, so there's a trophy. Mm-hmm. Aye. Right, well, that's us come to the end. Uh, thanks for coming on the two years. Uh, and, Laurie, I hope to have you back on the, the podcast again soon. It's pretty busy with personnel, but hopefully get you <laughs> back on soon. It's not that busy, Greg. I pull out of the drop of heart. <laughs> Aye. Just save the save Greg's appearances for next time Motherwell gets pumped, which probably won't be too far away. Hi. Right, cheers guys and thanks for listening. Thank you. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.